0: Hey, this is Mike Farkas reading from my book, Phone Slaves. Welcome to episode 15, season 2, entitled Dinner with P. P. has prepared a beautiful dinner of lentil soup, curried beef with greens, and roasted small potatoes. Candles are lit, the kitchen glows. Mook goes to the bedroom where he changes out of his damp clothes into a t-shirt and boxers. P. is a woman of discerning taste, Any folly she possesses stems either from her taste for finer things, her general intolerance for injustice, or her belief in homeopathy, which Mook enjoys on some level as he wants to believe the stuff works, if only for the utility of hope. Admittedly not each other's type, they acknowledge they are one another's exception. They just click the way their children just click, exceptionally. They don't choose to love each other, they just love each other. Mook is freaking out with hunger. P serves him his soup. Such soup! The fragrance of it makes his eyes roll a little. What the heck did you put in this? Ah uh-uh. ah! A great chef never reveals her secret. Mook continues to lavish P with compliments, immersed in his soup, his head deep in the bowl. I got trapped in an avalanche in front of Cinema 5. You did? And Steve's mother ran him over. She did? C'est pas vrai. With her Corolla S reversed right over him. Why would I make it up? Because you are a storyteller. Tu aimes ça raconter des histoires, mon petit raconteur? When peace speaks French, her voice modulates in a la 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 kind of way, like she knows things which she in fact does not. This is pretty normal for French people, par for the course. Allow me to raconte about this soup being worthy of the gospel of Enanda. Enanda? Another helping, or are you ready for curry and rice? You are like an oasis of gorgeous deliciousness. I know. Viens sit, ma petite amandine. P removes Mook's bowl and puts a big, full plate of curried beef and basmati in front of him. She sits in his lap so he can't eat. He holds her hand for a moment and kisses it. She loves his romantic gypsy shtick. Mook can't help himself. P reappears at the table with a crisp, cold green salad from the refrigerator, which she drizzles with a yogurt-style dressing and sprinkles with toasted poppy and sesame seeds. The aroma of the curry is alarmingly delicious. Opening the oven, she removes two Nan bread. You bought Nan? I made Nan. You know how to make Nan bread? I know how to make lots of things. You never made Nan before. My mammy taught me the ways of fried bread. Incredible! After a few careful bites of curried beef with basmat, the gravy broth makes Mook's nose run. He stands to blow his nose and takes the opportunity to refill P's glass of Chardonnay. Mook pours himself a stout and praises Ananda toasting P's prowess in the kitchen. To bliss, he says. P raises her glass to Mook's for a clink. The only thing I didn't get is dessert. Uh Uh-oh. You are in big trouble. You're upset? Not upset, but I intend to eat my dessert. Oh? Oh, yes. Sounds good to me. They enjoy their meal in the safety of their little bliss bubble. Mook has a second helping and then a tiny third helping before P intervenes. Save some room for dessert. Don't you worry. Mook begins licking his plate obscenely, lifting it from the table for a full frontal last lap. I'm on it. Implying the dishes, Mook does them. This pleases P. Indeed, the act of doing the dishes may be the greatest act of foreplay known to man. There is a secret sublobe in every woman's brain which responds to this behavior on a primal level beneath consciousness. Mook removes his pants when he washes dishes. P enjoys seeing him there at the sink like some kind of sudsy caveman with his centaurian haunches. Before retiring to the bedroom, Mook begs P to walk on his back. Laying himself out on his belly on the kitchen floor on a double yoga mat, he places his arms by his sides. P hops on and instantly a quick succession of cracks and pops ensue. She does a little walking dance on his lumbar which Mook swears by, claiming it is better than a chiropractor or at least the equivalent. Pee's little feet cha-cha until Mook is replete with anandine back-dance endorphins swimming around his brain. Rising, he takes Pee by the hand, making out on their way to the bedroom where he carefully arranges a T-shaped pillow set up on which he lays her out. Kissing her again, then kissing her belly, he slowly lifts her by the ankles legs together and begins kissing her silken bottom up the backs of her legs to her beautiful feet opening her legs like a storybook he digs in enjoying every drop of her oyster's liquor like a starved beach dog the neighbors get a fun soundscape Mook and p make love the old-fashioned way con amore and of course sometimes they fight when they fight, things can get white hot. Potent chemistry makes for great make-up sex. Chaotic good Mook, a byproduct of being miseducated by his slightly paranoid mother, can be a handful. But P is an even tougher cookie, possessing a positive attitude which she comes by genuinely through her Lutheran upbringing. P is a business-type brain with the heart and core of an artist. The tenacity of a Jew and the soul of a Christian martyr. She always does the right thing. Lawful Good P is an expert on what the right thing to do is. When people in the talent industry are up in arms about what the right thing to do might be regarding a sensitive situation requiring delicacy and firm authority, they call P Martini, Hollywood's snafu detective. Mook calls P the golden P, He means it when he says it. The maternal side of her especially materns him on. He'd nurse every day if she'd let him. Mook believes that it is only a matter of time before ACTRA, SAG, and the like honor P with an award in her name for upholding the highest management values and industry standards. The Golden Peapod Award. Visualizing a peapod wrought in pewter, adorning an oversized, intricately chiseled, vase-like martini glass statue in her future. On a psychosexual level, being with P is akin to beaching on his own private slice of the French Riviera. You are my vacation, he says, falling asleep. Exhausted and thoroughly loved up, Mook passes out in his bathrobe like a wrung sponge.